Hello and welcome to Outback Team Building and Training Tips, a monthly audio resource for HR and business professionals. I'm your host, Kara Sai, and this month I'm joined by special guest Olivia Jackson, an HR coordinator here at Outback. Thanks for joining me today, Olivia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Great. So our topic this month is how CSR can help you build a better workplace. But before we begin, let's start with our quick team building tip of the month. Each month, we begin the episode with a quick team building tip for our listeners. Olivia, what's the number one thing you think you must do to create a successful CSR program in your workplace? So I'd say it's a three-step process. So firstly, it's really important to identify your key stakeholders and start by getting approval from the top down. Secondly, it's important to get company-wide buy-in to make sure that employees are on board with what you're implementing. Thirdly, it's important to make sure that employees are interested in your program before moving forward. Okay, so with that, let's get to our main interview, how CSR can help you build a better workplace. So Olivia, for our listeners out there who may not be familiar with the term, what is CSR? So CSR refers to corporate social responsibility. So essentially, it's integration of social and environmental concerns into a company's business operations. So to give you an example, Lego was ranked number one in the Reputation Institute's 2017 annual study of top CSR companies around the world because consumers believe that the company, one, behaves ethically, two, conducts business fairly, three, operates transparently, four, protects the environment, and five, supports a worthy cause. Okay, so what has LEGO done to gain such a great reputation with consumers? Like, what have they specifically done to give back and protect the environment? Being an active member in the UN Global Compact, they have embedded the 10 principles, including international labor rights and ethics, into their daily operations. They've also partnered with a German wind farm to help them operate on 100% renewable energy by 2020. They've also saved approximately 7,000 tons of cardboard each year by making their boxes smaller and using more sustainable materials. They are also a World Wildlife Fund Climate Savers partner, working to reduce total greenhouse gas emissions by 10,000 tons, and they support children's rights with UNICEF. So, according to the Huffington Post, 64% of CEOs increased investment in corporate social responsibility in 2016. Why has CSR become so important for so many companies? It makes good business sense, you know, both consumers and employees have come to expect it. So I read an article recently in Forbes magazine that said that more than 88% of consumers think companies should try to achieve their business goals while improving society and the environment. In addition to that, I read another article that said that 70% of young millennials, so those aged 18 to 26, see a company's commitment to the community has an influence on their decision to work there. So it can help the company's image because, let's face it, people are proud to buy from and work from socially conscious companies. So it can also help with employee engagement and retention. So millennials who frequently participate in workplace volunteer activities are nearly twice as likely to be satisfied with the progression of their career. And 32% of employees would seriously consider leaving their job if the company gave little or no money to charity. Okay, so aside from Lego, I I mean, what other companies have great examples of CSR programs? Well, I mean, the list goes on, but many Fortune 500 tech companies, such as Google, are doing a lot to protect the environment by producing and investing in renewable and clean energy. So, for example, solar and wind energy. Mm -hmm. But my favorite example is Microsoft, because of all the different ways that they've been able to integrate CSR to their business. 
So they've partnered with human rights organizations and nonprofit groups globally, and since 2006, they've been a signatory of the UN Global Compact. They've also participated in philanthropic activities that support nonprofits such as End Hunger Games, which donates non-perishables to local food banks. Uh, they also have a great employee giving campaign. So Microsoft matches donations of employees' time, talent, products, and money to nonprofit organizations. Microsoft also seeks to empower youth and entrepreneurs. So teams have partnered with us to do activities like the Apprentice Build a Bike and Build a Bookshelf to give back to children in their communities. They also focus on inclusion in their products, workforce, and culture to empower people of all abilities. So it's no surprise that their teams have also done activities like wheelchairs for charity to give back to individuals with physical disabilities. Furthermore, they're committed to environmentally sustainable business practices, and they've been carbon neutral since June of 2012. These are all some pretty large organizations. Do you have to be a Fortune 500 company to make CSR work? No, not at all. Companies large and small can make a difference with CSR. So for example, here at Outback, we have a corporate social responsibility focused program called Outback Cares. So this includes a variety of initiatives, uh, such as company-sponsored volunteer days, where employees are given a day off with pay to volunteer at a charity of their choice. Uh, we have an upcoming employee beach cleanup to get out and clean up a local beach together as a team. Uh, we're looking at implementing a partnership with Kiva to give each employee $25 to fund microloans. Uh, we also have seasonal giving initiatives where we collect non-perishable food items for local food banks, as well as a Movember fundraising team within the organization. And we also donate free team building activities to companies to use as prizes or rewards at their charity events, such as galas, silent auctions, or golf tournaments. So that was Outback Cares? That's Outback Cares, exactly. Okay, and so do you find these initiatives are effective? So definitely. They help us give back to our community and on a larger scale, so for example with Kiva. They also help positively impact our company culture. And you know, when people are proud of where they work, they're happy to tell their friends about the stuff that we're doing. So you're making a difference in your community and within your workplace at the same time. Yes, exactly. So now, let's finish off today's episode with a question from the audience. Daniel from Seattle, Washington says, I'm in HR at a company of around 50 people. Where should I begin when creating a CSR program from the ground up? Great question. It can seem daunting when you're starting from scratch, but our team has recently put together two really great guides that can help you get started. So the first is the how to build your CSR events calendar, and the second is the beginner's guide to giving back at work. Daniel, you can download both of those guides on our website at AmericanOutback.net under the downloadable resources section. All right, so thanks so much for joining me today, Olivia. That's it for this episode of Outback Team Building and Training Tips. For more episodes, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, thank you for listening.